Precure Podcast Engage. Welcome to Precure Podcast Engage, the podcast where we try and watch the entire Pretty Cure franchise. I am Charlie, your fairy partner, Tifo. And I'm protector of the light, Cure Cassidy. And today we are watching episode 31 of Taiwan Max Heart, Bald as Reborn, Breakthrough with Teamwork at the Last Second. Also known as... Bald as Resurrected, just barely breakthrough with teamwork. Hell yeah. I guess that's true. Those are two things that happened this episode. In yeah. fact, uh, do you want to talk about your thing first or should we? Uh, okay. Well, it's about next pretty here. Ah, okay. So, so we should talk about the episode first. Up to you. Um, uh. I don't mean like next episode. I mean like delicious party pre here. Oh, uh, you can talk about it now. Okay. Uh, so I've been contacted by a uh, trusted outside source, Ayumi, former guest of the show, <laughs> friend of the show, etc., etc. Yes. About some rumors, air quotes, Ooh. about Delicious Party Precure, and also some early merch listings. Nice. So I'm going to read these messages verbatim. Okay. So there's a Chinese former Twitter user, now Weibo user, who's known as Uso Devil. Uso means lie, as in not truth in Japanese. Oh. Who correctly predicted, quotes, and accurately described past Precure characters and their items before we could see them, parentheses, as in phrased it like, what if, in quotes. But it was so accurate and specific that there was no way they hadn't actually seen some material. Close hmm. parenthesis. This year, they predicted, in quotes, three cures to start, pink, blue, and yellow as the colors, and their names would be rice, sandwich, and ramen. They also suggested something along the lines of form changes from Go Princess Precure. Usually sometime this month, image leaks in the form of early online store item listings appear and then get taken down within hours, but not before the fandom finds it and distributes it anyways. The first thing people look at for predictions about the number of cures and so on come from capsule toy shops. They have to be registered long before the name even comes out and thus have very generic listing names. One such listing was for something more specific. Cooking utensils and food. It comes with four options. A rice ball set. A gyoza dumpling set. A pancake set. And ice cream. So people wondered if there was a connection to those foods and the cure theme. Yesterday, some third-party shops on Rakuten, basically Japanese-only Amazon, listed some generic items like hair ties and nail art for kids, 
but removed the precure from them. Still, it was able to basically prove that pink, yellow, and blue would be the starting colors. And that's all we know for now. Um, I'm going to send you some images. Okay. Hmm. So, that's interesting. So, if it is... Formerly uh, Ebates. Sorry. <laughs> no problem. If it is rice sandwich and ramen. Rice sandwich and ramen. Which one do you think is going to be the like, the main cure? Like, which food? Well, let's think about it by color, right? Yeah. I feel like in my brain, blue makes sense as the rice one, and yellow obviously makes sense as the ramen one. So you think sandwich is pink? Which would be that, but I feel like of the names, rice might make more sense for pink. You know? Yeah. I see where you're coming from. I was also thinking, like, rice would probably make sense as, like, the main one. I guess we'll find out when things actually get revealed. Yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. No, yeah, if we look at the, the toy thing that I sent you, the, the rice cooker toy, or what I assume is a rice cooker toy, yeah. is the pink one. It's interesting because the person predicted a rice, uh, rice ramen and sandwich. sandwich. But these images have rice, uh, ice Pancakes cream. and gyoza and ice cream. Yeah. So, what's the truth? Is a dumpling like a sandwich? Um, Taps yes. the side of my head. Anything can be a sandwich if you try hard enough. Uh, and I'm not going to get into the sandwich fight of what it is a sandwich or not. What isn't a sandwich. Okay. A sandwich is a sandwich. And if you think it's a sandwich, then it's a sandwich to you. And that's all that matters. Sandwich is like pornography. I'll know it when I see it. Thank you, Yumi, for sharing these things. What was the original use of that? I'm trying to remember now. I remember learning it in fucking school. In school? Yeah. Because it was like something a judge said. What? I have questions and concerns. Okay. Alright. 1964. Let's see. Supreme Court Justice Potter Stewart. Uh, he said that about pornography because someone was trying to ask whether how would you categor- characterize something as pornography. He, he said, I know it when I see it. Ah, okay. Inter- Here's a little history fact for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. Also, thank you to Ayumi for sharing. Yes, thank you, Ayumi, for sharing. Uh, I'm excited to see if the rumors are true. We'll, we'll find out soon enough gonna be able to ask our guests whether they are more rice sandwich or ramen (laughs) because if you all remember pretty cure usually ends in january and then begins again in february and i'm hoping i'm not messing that up but i'm pretty sure it ends in january and begins in february who knows i I think people who watch pretty cure (laughs) knows did any of that get thrown off because of COVID times? That is uh, a good question. I should. Because I know, um, I think uh, 
Common Rider Zero One got thrown off a bit, which I don't know how that affected like Saber and stuff. But I'm gonna look up when uh, Chapakovu's uh, uh, started airing. No, it so it did start airing February 28th. But have any of their episodes been delayed? Is really what I'm wondering. Well, it does look like uh, Healing Good, which came out uh, in 2020, the one before it came out like February 2nd and Tropical Rouge came out uh, February 28th. So it looks like it might have been like delayed, probably because uh, because of COVID. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, even before that, let me look back to 2019 before any of this. Yeah, Stir Twinkle was February 3rd. So it definitely before it was airing like the start of February, but now because of like the newest season started at the end of February. So episode 43 of Pretty Cure Tropical Rouge will be airing on January 9th, 2022. Okay. I don't know how many episodes there's supposed to be in total. Usually, based on what I've seen, there's around, like, 48 to 51. It it varies between seasons, but usually it's around that number. Well, even if it's 48, that'd be another five weeks. Yeah. So, let's see, let's do some math here. Be 16th, 23rd, 30th, 6th, 13th. That'd put the last episode at February 13th. Okay. So it does seem that, like, going forward, uh, episodes are probably going to, like, the new scenes are probably going to be airing at the end of February compared to uh, before where it was airing at the start of February. But, you know, that's just just how it is. (laughs) There's not much you can do about things like this. Man, Cure Flamingo looks so cool. Hell yeah. Too bad we won't be talking about this season for a while. Every time I see art of the new season, I always just look at it and like, oh man, Cure Flamingo. <laughs> okay. Let us talk about this episode. Sure. Let's talk about these cures. Well, first we need to talk about this man who's sitting in some dirt. <laughs> yeah, we do saw the episode. If you all remember, we saw a man in dirt uh, previously, and Cassidy did theorize it was Baldez. And as we see... As this man, like, raises his hand and, like, sits up, it is... And he he sounds like... Every time he moves, he sounds like he is made out of snow. (laughs) It is so crunchy. Yes, Baldez has been resurrected. And then he just screams. He does just scream. (laughs) He gets up and he screams. And then we get the intro. We do get the intro. The classic intro everyone loves. And then Nagisa thinks about the new toy while she's at lacrosse practice. Yes, because don't forget, this is a lacrosse episode. If you thought we were free of lacrosse. I think we get one more lacrosse before it's all over. Yeah. Is that a guess or do you like no? That's my guess. Okay. <laughs> I feel like we're probably, yeah, definitely going to get one more lacrosse episode. I mean, it's such a, it's such a part of the show. Like, we've been to this field like several times. Some of our most important side characters are lacrosse players. Yeah. Yeah, she's thinking about it. We also, we see that Honoka has been, like, watching the lacrosse practice. Yeah, Hikari shows up and is like, Hey, Honoka, you've been coming to Nagisa's practices a lot lately. <laughs> yep. 
stares at camera. <laughs> and Ona goes like, oh, it's because when I watch, like I said, practice, it's, it encourages me, you know? Stephanie Continues to stare at camera. <laughs> <laughs> we do get to see two of the characters in the last lacrosse-themed uh, episode, uh, Maki and what's the other girl's name? Megumi, I think. Megumi, yeah. Uh, they were the ones who were having some problems before, and it seems that they've 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 improved over the time we spent since we've last seen them, which is nice. Mm-hmm. They have like this rivalry going on, this underclassman senior rivalry. Yeah. Uh, at one point, Nagisa is like a that you know, like that classic like you like when you like try and flex your muscles, you like put your arms up, and you're like, huh. yeah, you do slash flex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, and we see after after Nagisa does this, a lot of the other like almost all the other lacrosse members are also like making like flexing poses. It's very cute. Yeah, they're goofing around. That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> uh after school, um Hikari's at the cafe on break thinking about her new toy. Yep, she sure is. As uh uh Lulin uh chases Poland around. Mm-hmm. Uh, Akane tells Hikari to go watch Nagisa's match and then to give Nagisa a hard time if she loses. Yes. We also do see Hikari's about to ask Lulin something, but decides not to. And I'm curious what she wanted to ask. Probably, hey, what was that? The thing you did with the new toy? <laughs> yeah, but I feel like Lulin wouldn't be able to answer. I don't feel yeah, like Yeah, that's knows. probably why she gave up, decided not to ask. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so... Uh, we go to the lacrosse game, uh, and all the girls are nervous, and Nagisa's like, hey, why are you all acting so weird? And then Nagisa sees the team, and they're just fucking ripped. <laughs> Absolutely buff. <laughs> These are some buff middle schoolers that they're fighting. Uh, there's a shot we get later, and, like, the, the main lineup of this other team, it looks a lot like Digimon protagonists. <laughs> Like the captain, and then like that one, like second in command who wears the bandana. And, you know, like there's a couple others. It's like something about the the character designs were like very different from <laughs> pre-cure characters and were like Digimon characters. I can see it. We see Honoka and Hikari are also here too. Like uh, Honoka's like up in her seat, and she sees Hikari and waves her over. The two little fairies, Polin and Lulin, jump up in her bag. And she, like, pats their head. Yeah, to get them to, to be a little less shouty about their cheering. Yeah. Also, the fucking Poland's little cheer is so cute. <laughs> it is. And then Hikari, no, Hikari, Honoka's like, Hikari, you're like, you're like a no, mother. No, wrong, wrong, incorrect, not Honoka. It's Mipple. Oh, yeah, it's Mipple who says you're like a mother. Sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, which, yes. I mean, technically she is their mother. In, like, mm-hmm. a weird... In, like, a spirit way. Yeah. Uh, but it's time for the game to begin. Yeah. It's time for lacrosse to happen. So lacrosse happens. Lacrosse sure does happen. So uh, Nagisa keeps getting boxed out. They, like, have, like, three people just covering her entirely. Um, yeah. And any time passes start to happen, interceptions occur. Yeah. And the other teens manage to score some goals. Twice. Uh, yeah, it's not going well for uh, Nagisa and her team. It's not going well for Verona Academy. So at halftime, Nagisa's like, all right, 
here's the deal. They've clearly watched this play. They know what we do. So we're going to swap positions. Yeah. This is like the uh, the final match that happens in the the sports movie about the underdog uh, children's league team that's suddenly really good. And then they're like, oh, this the reason they're so good is because of this one player. So we just box them out and they'll lose. And then in order to get around that, they uh, they swap things around and they win on on behalf of all the work of everyone else. Yeah. Except that's not what happens in this one. No, it's not. <laughs> it almost happens, but the last yes. the last goal will get scored by Nagisa. Yes. Spoilers. <laughs> so Nagisa's like, I'll be in defense, and then Maki can be the one who's going to sh- score the goal. Because she's put in the work. Yeah, she's put in the work, you know. And they're, they're not going to expect a second year to be the one who's going to be put in this position. Oh, yeah, we'll have, uh, we'll have Megumi, uh, you know, run run assist because... They've been working well together. But then we pull out and we see up on a roof. Dun dun. It's the bad guys. It's Viblas, Circulus, and Oroganos. It's the bad guys. (laughs) (laughs) Duh. Uh, anyways, so Honoka re-explains Nagisa's plan to Hikari because she just knows what Nagisa's thinking. Yes, it's almost um, like they're connected. Yeah. And then as as the match restarts, Nagisa, who was in the back in defensive position, gets teleported away. Because <laughs> yes. uh, Viblis does a little finger snap and suddenly all the cures are in an American-style football field. Yes. I have to specify. I, listen, it's still, it's still in Japan. Yes, I'm calling it American-style because it's not soccer. Yep. So, what happens is that the uh, the bad guys summon a bunch of, like, football players. Like, a lot of football zucanas, like, come yes. popping up out of the ground. Two whole football teams worth, I think. Maybe more. And then Nagisa, like, the, the fairies are like, oh, this is bad. You gotta transform. And Nagisa's like, no. Nagisa's like, no. You gotta send me back now. Yeah, you gotta bring me, like, my team is doing their best. And as the captain, I, 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 I need to be there so I can... Like, I need to be back in my game. And the advisors the are like, what are you talking about? Yeah, they're just like, listen, we're serious this time, though. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Come on now. Like, it's and Nagisa is literally being held back. She's ready to just fucking throw down without transforming. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we don't want to have to hold her back. She's like, how dare you say this game is pointless? Like, I'm going to. Like, she's just shouting. It's like, what the hell do you know? And she just say the word hell. That's not me just inserting it. I can't believe Nagisa curses. And then all the cures get peeved. And then Circulus is like, well, then transform and go all out. Yeah. So they transform. And Lulin does the thing immediately and makes the hearty L brooch or whatever it was called. Yep. Uh, then they get swarmed by, by football players. Yep. But they are able to repel them back, and then Nagisa just fucking punches Nagisa, like, knocks most of them backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Nagisa's, like, pissed. She has a game she didn't to even, play. She didn't even need the dual disc for that. This no. is just base power. They don't even use that this episode. No. No. Uh, because I thought they happens. were going to do it because then I thought they were going to have a special version of Extreme Luminario where they all had their funny new toy. Oh, that would have been interesting, but that does not happen. That's not what happens. No. 
Oh, yeah. So they start fighting the Zucanus, but then each of them starts fighting one of the uh, the big bad guys. So Noxus fighting Circulus, Honica's fighting Biblis, and uh, Hikari is fighting Uroganos. Hikari is not fighting. Hikari is holding up the Luland device, which is emitting <laughs> a repulsive ray. It's like a little, like, radiant that's coming out of it, and every time anything gets near it, including all the Zucana, all the Zucana run away from it. Yeah. And every time, like, Uraganos tries to punch it, it's like a physical force. Yes, yeah, so she is defending herself uh, with the, uh, the the device. Uh, Verone, meanwhile, back at lacrosse, Verone is scoring. Yeah! We, like, inter- like we intercut between the, the fight that's happening here and the, the uh, game, when it's like, teamwork, you know, that's, that's important. And that's what we're doing here. And that's what's happening out on the field. Can't you tell that it's connected? Everyone and everything. We will never hand them over to you. Nope. They uh, launch uh, Circulus and Viblis back into the stands. And it was at this point, I'm like... Uraganos also gets knocked back. Yeah. It was at this point, I'm like, oh, is this when uh, Baldez is going to show up, you know? And then all the generals do start glowing. They do start glowing. They glow red, yellow, and blue. The, the, the primary colors. Yeah, it's like they're a team in Sonic Heroes. And you've just hit the Z button on your GameCube controller. <laughs> so the bad guys start running towards them, and we get Extreme Luminario. But the general all dodge it. Yep. But then the, uh, I believe it's the, the, the brooch starts glowing. And this enables uh, them to be able to move this, like, so attack? So what happens here is that after it starts glowing or whatever, Hikari tells uh, Nagisa and Honoka to do something, and then they do a thing. Yeah. Uh, and that causes the uh, the beam to f- split into three and, like, branch out and chase the uh, the generals around. Yes. It's really cool. So, like, this is not, like, a specific upgrade, like, because no one says anything, but, like... It yeah. is, like, it is letting the uh, attack, like, actually go after the bad guy so they can't really dodge it. They do disappear. It's it's like in Dragon Ball Z when Goku does the Kamehameha wave, but can, uh, you know, steer it sometimes. And mm. it just sort of becomes a common thing after that, after it happens the first time. Hmm. So the bad guys leave and the Zakanas get destroyed by this attack. The Verone team's not doing so well. And then someone's like, feels like something's missing. Something important. And then, like, like there's, like, a little, like, light, like, a stage light on the field that... I have a theory. Yeah. My theory is that after they got teleported away, they got Chain of Memories mind wiped out of everyone else's memory. Oh. Interesting. That's why when Nagisa shows back up on the field, everybody's all like, oh, Captain. It's like how at the end of, um, or in the, I guess at the beginning of <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 2, when everybody across all of the worlds just is like, Sora. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or was that in, it might have been in one of the side games. I don't remember now. I don't remember either. It's been a while and I haven't actually played all of the Kingdom Hearts games. Like, I've never finished Chain of Memories. I should play through Chain of Memories for you. 
You should. I I've, I have like a ha- play through this halfway through the game already. <laughs> After just like one sitting <laughs> or two sittings, I guess. So Nisa reappears in like a like a spotlight on the field, and I was like, hell yeah, it's our captain. And so she gets past the ball and makes the scores the final goal. Like right and she's all hyped up on fairy juice. Yeah. She does a cool jumping shot that's a buzzer beater, only instead of a buzzer, there's a whistle. Yeah. The other team congratulates them, uh, says, hey, next time we're going to win. And then the captain and Isa, like, do that thing where, like, they, like, join hands and, like, yeah, I'll see you again. Uh, and then the new Hardy yells here. <laughs> yep. This is, a uh, Bravoon. Bravoon. The Hardy Yell of Bravery. She's and cute. then, <laughs> yeah, she's here with Seacoon, and then both the Lulin and Pola doesn't grab them. <laughs> yes, because they're being too loud. They also Meanwhile, like, pat them on the heads. It's very cute. Because mm-hmm, that's what Hikari did to them. Oh. Meanwhile, Baldez returns to the mansion, the M. Yep, Baldez is seen walking towards the mansion, and it's. We'll, we'll probably see him next time. Mm hmm. Because next episode. All I got from next episode's uh, thing is that there's going to be a lot of Odongos. Yeah. You ready to eat? Honoka makes a pun that I'm not sure got translated well. But it is definitely a pun. I can tell you that it's a pun. Or some sort of wordplay joke. Hmm? I'm trying to see if I can see the pun. Uh, The pun is, what do you get when someone steals your Odongo? Odango. Like, dang is all capitalized. <laughs> and if someone could, like, fully explain that joke to me, I would appreciate it. Okay. So I'm looking forward to a, a food episode next time. A lot of, like, side characters, it looks like. Like, original, new-to-the-episode side characters. Love to have side characters introduced in episode 32. Oh, I think it's, like, maybe, like, a, a one-shot kind of thing, because it's, like, a little kid. And a grandma. That's, that's true, but we have seen side characters come back that I've never expected to make a reappearance. That's true. So it's maybe we'll see them again, but it is episode 32, so it's not like they have a lot of time to come back. They'll come Depending. back um, in one of the crossover movies. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to come back. All, all the side characters are going to come back in the last episode, and it's going to be one of those things where, like, give us your powers, everyone. To defeat... Uh, People of the, Earth, lend me your power. <laughs> to resur- to defeat the resurrected uh, Jakku King. Mm-hmm. That, that's my theory. I don't know if it's true. I've never finished this season, so... But that's just a theory. <laughs> a pretty sure theory. If we did, like, an April Fool's Day joke where we did an episode of Dragon Ball, I think the the art that I would make for that fake podcast would be the same as ours, but instead of the pretty cure transformation device, it would be the dragon radar. Ooh. That's a good idea. I like it. Okay. But that's the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Sorry. what's up? <laughs> Just the silence after you said like Okay. <laughs> it got to me. <laughs> I wonder what episode of Dragon Ball we'd watch. That's a good question. Um, we'd probably be in the next season by then. Oh, for sure, for sure. What season are we doing next? Are we still? Are we skipping? We haven't around? said for sure. 
Yeah. I know we said ideas and we're like, oh yeah, we should do that. And then we've, we've forgotten it every time. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, also what the question is like, will we do Dragon Ball Z? Will we do Dragon Ball? Will we do Super? Mm. Dragon Ball GT? God, there's so many Dragon Balls. Well, Dragon Ball GT isn't canon anymore. No? No. What happened? Why isn't it canon anymore? Because no one liked it. <laughs> Including Akira Toriyama. <laughs> wow. At least is what I understand. Because Super just entirely ignores it, and Super's the new canon. Huh. Okay. Fucking brutal. Every GT fan out there is like, why? <gasps> Super has other selves, actually. It does? Yeah, Dragon Ball Super introduces other selves. The uh, everyone the, coming in on our territory. The multiversal tournament, or whatever the fuck it's called. Mm. People from different dimensions all fighting against each other. Anyways, <laughs> yes. I don't. I don't actually watch Dragon Ball. I make a lot of Dragon Ball references, but that's just because of like cultural osmosis, and I have watched like some of it. Like I went. I've seen like a lot of the Super movies. I watched the Broly movie in theater. As I've said on this podcast. But like, I don't watch it, watch it, you know? Yeah. Okay. I've, I mean, I watched the first and then I watched uh, a lot of Dragon Ball Z when I was growing up. And I haven't watched it since I watched it on TV. So. Like, I have a big crush on long hair Yamcha, but that's really all that Dragon Ball is to me these days. <laughs> you know what? And. That's valid, Cassidy. Just liking Dragon Ball just for one character. Yeah. It's a good it's a good character. I think Gohan's fun, you know, in the whole great Saiyan man thing. That's like a fun concept. His wife gets in on it and becomes Great Saiyan Man too, also known as Great Saiyan Woman. Oh. It's fun. That does sound fun. There's like an entire like mini arc where he teaches his wife how to fly. Oh, <laughs> This is before they get married or anything. This is like before they even start dating. Ah. Who is his wife? I forgot. Uh, Videl, son of Mr. Satan. Ah. Or not son, daughter. What is with my brain suddenly? <laughs> Just say the entirely wrong word. Just making some trans headcanons right on the fly. You know, <laughs> Videl being trans is completely understandable brain thoughts. All right. Are you ready to end this? Are you ready for some plugs? Uh, I think so, I guess. Otherwise, I was going to start talking about other anime that I don't actually watch. <laughs> like what? Uh, y'all hear about Food Wars? <laughs> <laughs> I have heard about Food Wars. Sounds like there's a lot of good food in that. But it's also really weird when they eat the food. Uh, it's just, uh, <laughs> doing an anime version of Kamen Rider Double as like a sequel based on the manga. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. So, <laughs> if you want to talk to us on Twitter, if you want to... If you want to explain that joke that Honika makes, if you want to... Tell us your sandwich thoughts. Give us your Videla's trans headcanons. <laughs> um, if you want to tell us whether or not you prefer rice or ramen or sandwiches. Yes, you can find us at Prepod Engage on Twitter. 
Or if, if you, you want to <laughs> yes. recommend anime for me to not watch, but we'll still talk about for some reason, <laughs> if you want to. I feel like they could just add you directly and not the, not the podcast. <laughs> but we're talking about the podcast, Twitter. <laughs> you can do all those things and more over at Prepod Engage. I said it twice so you didn't forget. Because I know I forget every time someone plugs their handle and I'm like, what did they just say? If you want to send us fan what? designs of the rumored new cures, <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> Cassidy. <laughs> you can't keep going. If you want to send us recipes for Dongo, if you want to. <laughs> uh, if you want to say hi, you can add yeah. us. You want to tell us your thoughts on the ending of Pretty Cure, uh, Max Art specifically? Well, don't uh, head cannons or like uh, theories. Don't don't tell us about act- what actually happens. Yeah, don't don't spoil the ending. But if you have some theories, if you're one of the people listening to this podcast who has not li- watched any Pretty Cure and you just have some like thoughts on like what you think's gonna happen based on what we've talked about and what you might have seen, I feel like most people who listen to this who haven't seen Pretty Cure are just listening to the podcast but not actually watching Pretty Cure, uh, just tell us your thoughts. And that's, once again, at Playpod Engage. Or If you want to tell us Cassidy. about your favorite seasonal coffee flavor. <laughs> Why do you keep preventing me from plugging my Twitter? You can do it. I was just going to keep doing it in the background. <laughs> Okay. If you want to talk to me on Twitter, you can find me at Magical underscore Pride, where I tweet about things. It's different all the time. Who knows what I'll be tweeting about when this comes out. Maybe I'll be talking about the... Listen, this comes out the Sunday when... uh, Probably before I won my Monster Hearts game, so if you listen to the... You listen to this, that... The day after, I'll probably be talking about the weird Christmas one shot of money from Monster Hearts group. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm playing a fun character in that. You are playing a very fun character. Everyone has come up with some really interesting ideas, so I'm very. We are all incredibly Christmas. (laughs) You all are incredibly Christmas, and it should be interesting. I have to think if I want to bring in any NPCs from. uh, Three different types of Santa. (laughs) <laughs> yes or if you want to go listen to the podcast I do you can go listen to Otherware Otherware Pod where I play Phantom the Brain or you can go listen to Breathing Space Fading Frontier where I was on season 1 and I'm writing and voicing in season 2 so go do that or you can go follow the Void of Space uh, the Void of Space on Twitter where which is a uh, horror sci-fi anthology podcast that I'm running and writing for and casting should be out by the end of the month so by the time you hear this that's not going to be happening but it will be happening soon enough and you will know you will you will see the first signs of that if you go follow the twitter okay that's everything that I do take it away Cassidy you can find me on Twitter at MadLobotnist, M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. You can find my website that has all my podcasts and stuff that I've guested on at MadLobotnist.neocities.org. Same Twitter handle at neocities.org. <laughs> you said that so fast. Well, because you took so long. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
also on there is some SRB2 card stuff that I've made. SRB2 card is a standalone mod of Sonic Roboblast 2, which is a standalone mod of Doom. So, uh, my brain stopped working for a second. It's okay. Take your time. It's, it's SRB2 card is it's like a Mario Kart, but for Sonic characters and a lot of fan content. And I've made a couple characters that you can find on my website. There's a whole oh, new section yeah. for it. One of those characters is Phantom of the Brain. It is. It's my character. You can if you play that character, you can hear. You can hear Charlie. You can hear my voice. <laughs> and Charlie will say funny things like your your what was it your uh you have such a firm grip and uh everybody knows their local mailman, don't they? Or I feel like shooting someone is pretty easy. You just point the gun at them. These are all lines I have said canonically on my show. <laughs> Which is funny, because I then realized when I was trying to find a different voice line uh, in, like, early, early otherwhere, like, episode three or four, Phantom says that they're bad at shooting guns. That's <laughs> 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 probably episode two. That would make more sense. Yeah, I think it was episode two. Which is funny. Listen, you can... <laughs> Maybe Finn is bad at shooting the guns, but they understand the concept of how to shoot a gun at someone. It's easy in theory. It's easy in theory, but actually doing it, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's end this podcast. Let's get out of here. So until next time, we need your help, Meepo. Girls, be all-out attack. <laughs> my turn to have the cars (laughs) yeah that was so loud